like to welcome everyone here today. I'm Naya Swami Maria and this is Naya Swami Ananta. And a special welcome to our guests who are here for the first time and those of you viewing online. I'd also especially like to thank the choir today. We don't always know what you're going to sing and the song was just perfect and so beautiful and powerful. So thank you very much. I'd like to read now from Rays of the One Light, and this is weekly commentaries from the Bible and Bhagavad Gita, uh, <clears throat> based on the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and written by Nayaswami Kriyananda. This is week 47, and it's entitled Reincarnation, <clears throat> Excuse me, The Spiral Staircase. Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. The following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramhansa Yogananda. In the book of Revelation, chapter 3, Jesus Christ tells us, Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. There is a difference between church dogmas, which are based on which are based on reasoned deductions from scriptural statements and the pronouncements of wisdom, which are based on inner realization of scriptural truths. Reason like a train 
can only follow already existing tracks of human experience. Human memory, being short, is seldom able to cross back over the threshold of a person's present existence. Biblical references to previous lifetimes on earth are overlooked in the deductive process, and we find them therefore excluded from the body of official dogma. Nevertheless, such references exist. The Bible itself presents them, as does Jesus in his passage, not as abstract teaching, but as direct personal perception of truth. In the same way, Krishna, in the Bhagavad Gita, silences Arjuna's reasonable doubts on the subject, not by reasoned argument, but by the frank statement contained in the fourth chapter of the great scripture. Arjuna, you and I have passed through many births. I know all of them. Though you, O chastiser of foes, recall them not. Thus, through Holy Scripture, God has spoken to mankind. I'd like to read from Whispers from Eternity, a book that Master wrote. And this is a prayer called, I will hop from eternity to eternity. My gold gossamer astral body, shining with the spark of immortality, hopped cricket-like from one blade of existence to another. Thou hast clothed the barren soil of eternity with grass blades of many cycles of time. I will hop to them one by one from one blade of pleasure to another until I can leap to the safety of thy joy reassuring hands. With living threads of thy joy I was formed. I am happy to have danced my part in this cosmic show, but I am done now with restless hopping I would find rest at last in cosmic changelessness. Human lives, again, like slowly moving camels, plod ponderously over broad, sandy deserts toward the oasis of self-awareness. As developed beings, their astral bodies pass also from planet to planet. Only in thee, at last, do they find what they were seeking always. Lord, give me again the perfection of fulfillment in thy love of infinity. The subject of reincarnation has become much more mainstream over the 40 years of Ananda. And I feel like in the early days we were sort of arguing the point. And now I think the general consensus is, okay, <laughs> let's, it's a given. I remember... Uh, uh, incident. I was in a grocery store uh, checking out the National Enquirer at the check stand, and uh, the teachings of reincarnation were clearly uh, documented. 
there, there was a picture of a lady, there was a, a, like a middle-aged lady, and she had a parakeet on her finger, and it said, sorrow turns to joy. My dead husband reincarnates as my pet parrot. <laughs> Clearly documenting scientific proof of reincarnation. So there's that level. <laughs> Master didn't take that tack, exactly, nor has Swamiji. It's interesting that Swamiji named this reading the spiral staircase because in essence, our teachings on reincarnation are focused in the center, in the narrow range of the spine. And the movement of energy from the base of the spine to the point between the eyebrows. That's the journey that reincarnation fleshes out for us. And in any staircase, a staircase, a spiral staircase especially, it's going to be a, a fairly tight construction in the center of the building. And as we move our way upwards through the spiral staircase towards realization at the point between the eyebrows, we come to many levels, many floors in the building. And these are all the lives and all the desires that draw us outward into those expressions. But Swamiji named today's service the spiral staircase because we're best served by keeping our focus in the center of the theory of reincarnation, the experience of reincarnation, the practice of reincarnation. We're best served by focus on that center because the outer floors of this building of our human experience and human experience in general is extremely vast. And it's not really that beneficial to spend a lot of time figuring out how far we could go in any direction from the spiral staircase as the lives unfold. We can find lessons in these teachings from past lives, definitely. But if you think about it, Paramahansa Yogananda did not talk very much about either his past lives nor about his disciples' past lives, except in certain seminal ways. And he talked about his life as William the Conqueror. Um, he talked about his life as Arjuna. Um, but he didn't go into great detail. He made certain references to certain other lives. But always he kept his focus on that spiral staircase of self-realization for each soul. And he didn't really get into oh, in this life, you know, we were disciples. Certain disciples, I've read um, certain disciples of Paramahansa Yogananda's master would say, oh, now look, in a past life, you did this and this and this, and I did this, and, and there was a lesson, a specific lesson that he imparted through that. And we can only uh, deduce that that particular lifetime, that particular pivotal point was important for the disciple to grasp to free themselves in this life from the pattern of energy that precluded their realization of the self. The essence of reincarnation is to realize, as we did in these chants this morning, that you are formless, you are free. You are not the body, you're not the ego, you're not your 
portfolio. You're not your accomplishments. You're not your failures. You're none of this. And this is really what Master would give. And if in a certain life he could help a disciple recall a certain instance or something so that they could let go of that attachment or desire, then it was liberating, then he would do it. Similarly with Swami Kriyananda, um, I don't know and I haven't heard of very many disciples, friends of Swami, and we are now in the tens of thousands. Swami's always corresponding with people and meeting with people and all these things. But in all those people, very few have I ever heard of Swamiji saying, look, in a past life, you did this, and you've got to do this, or I did this, and you did this, and on and on and on. He, in certain times, for example, recently had Catherine Kavari write an amazing book. It's called Two Souls, Four Lives. And it's a story of Paramahansa Yogananda and Swami Kriyananda and when they were playing the parts of William the Conqueror and King Henry of England. And he had Catherine write this book, and she just did a masterful job. But the book is really fascinating because the patterns of life just come back. And over and over, we face the same dilemmas. We have to meet those tests, and we have to go up the spiral staircase and pass that level. And Paramahansa Yogananda, as William the Conqueror, had this great world mission, as he always does. And this world mission had fixing up England and fixing up France and fixing up Normandy and all these places in Europe. <laughs> and a, a mission, not so much in that time, but to establish the next step in human consciousness towards understanding the equality of all souls and the basic rights, privileges, and honors that people should be accorded by one another. And that was a big change in the world. So William the Conqueror came. After William left, uh, his mission started crumbling. And here comes King Henry to re-energize it and get going. And this is the book. It's a fascinating book. But you can just see the parallels between Paramahansa Yogananda's life and William the Conqueror's life, and then King Henry's life and Swami Kriyananda's life. After Yogananda left, the World Brotherhood idea, which was so important to Yogananda, was kind of dissipating, and Swami Kriyananda gets the mission. Go, go do it. Go make World Brotherhood colonies. Plain living, high thinking, we need it now. And Swami picks up the charge, and here we are. Here's, here's Ananda. The pattern's the same. But the specifics of each life aren't as important as people make them. Paramahansa Yogananda said that when we leave the world, when we leave the body, Master um, God removes the memory of that life so that we don't keep all those attachments alive, so that we can start over, clean slate, wipes the blackboard clean, start over. <laughs> so what do we do as young disciples? We go to a psychic and try and find out who we were in past lives. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Because <laughs> we, we want to know, hey, hey, I, it must be important. If it was important, we'd know it. It would come and we'd find it. But what we're trying to realize is not who, what roles we pay, played. What we're trying to realize, who played that role. Master says in the book Karma and Reincarnation, he says, 
who reincarnates? <laughs> the point is, who are you? Not who, what role are you playing? Who are you? You are formless. You are free. Ever joyful, ever free. You're that light, a formless light. You're not the body. And it's a very, very good practice in this regard to establish at least a contact or a growing contact with a self-perception in which you feel that you are formless, that you are light, that you're not the body. You can put your, your body sitting there in that meditation room, forget about the body. Forget about who you are, where you are in life. Forget about what you've accomplished. Forget about what you think. Divorce yourself from your opinions. It's really fun. You know, we get so into our opinions. Well, I think this, you know, and I know, and I know this, and they don't know this, and I have to tell them about this. How about you don't know this either? <laughs> How about they may know something you don't know? What about the idea that there are just thoughts, and they're universally rooted, and everything is from God? And in the spiral staircase, we're trying to go up. And we, to focus on that light. So it's a wonderful practice every time you meditate to just close your eyes and stop being you. Stop being in a physical body. Stop being an American. Stop being the body. Stop being beautiful as you are. Stop being brilliant as you are. Stop being rich or bankrupt or whatever. But to be without any form, just what? Just light. Just divine love, just wisdom, just joy, just calmness, just light. And to be in that, to be named Om. <laughs> That's your real name. Your name that you think you are, it's not your real name. And you had a name in the past, and you had another one. I mean, we could have like a million lifetimes. Do you want to know a million names for yourself? Do you want to know a million circumstances? No. No, you are light because it's really just light that's moving through. It's harmony, it's love, it's kindness, it's beauty. That's what you are. That's what God is. That's what you are. That's what the masters perceive themselves are. That's why Krishna says, I know all my past births. I know every one of them because they know it all. Past, present, future, no more for me, but ever present, all flowing I. How magical is that? But that's really our job, is to live in this all-flowing eye, to live in love, to live in kindness. That's going to totally change your perception of the people around you, of your job, of your situation, of your health, of your body. It's going to be over pretty quick. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. It's an infinite, unchanging light. That's what you are. And when you meditate and you go to that place, then you're in that spiral staircase and you move up those stairs very, very quickly. We are so, so lucky to be here, to be in this life and to have Paramahansa Yogananda and his teachings and this book, which is available to the public and you can read it and you can read Whispers from Eternity and you can get it. 
And you can get that it's a spiral staircase and all those floors of layers of past lives and different cultures and different times and different attachments and different fights you had with this person and that person and why that person aggravates you no end and you just met them. <laughs> well, that's all very, very unimportant. If you can go to that level, level where you are light, and they are light. That's the level of reality. That's the level that the masters are working from. That's the level that Swami Kriyananda works from. It's really fun for us to see Swami meet new people because he meets new people like he meets people that he's known for 50 years. Hello, being of light. He doesn't say that because he's, he's so suave. <laughs> but hello, being of light. Welcome on this journey. What can we share in this movement up this spiral staircase? And it can be a little kid, or an old wise person, or a famous person, or a not-so-famous person. Swamiji doesn't differentiate between that, and we shouldn't. Because if we live as beings of light, everybody else is a being of light too. And that is the best practice, is to perceive yourself as light, but you very quickly perceive that everyone else is a being of light. This is one of the secrets to the happiness of devotees in cooperative communities is that we're not looking at each other in competition. We're looking at each other with admiration. I have so much fun working with different people because it's so amazing how God is manifesting in different ways. What computer people know about, what leaders and business people know about, and all these things. It's so interesting. But it's just God who's specializing in this form, working out their own karma, doing this dance very, very wonderfully. Because most of us, and everyone here, and everyone watching on the internet, is here because it's getting to the end of the movie. You're way up the spiral staircase. To be at the point where you have these teachings clearly explained, where you're interested, where they resonate, where they make any sense at all, that is way ahead of where we started. We start out with almost no sensitivity to these ohm vibrations, to the love of God, to harmony, to world brotherhood, to cooperation, to self-realization. We start out pretty much dog-eat-dog. Dog, you know? We just start out on a low level and bit by bit, lifetime after lifetime, I was reading in... Uh, in Karma and Reincarnation, Master says it can take 8 million lifetimes to get to the human level. Now, the good news is that some flies like live 24 hours. So it's, it's not as bad as it sounds, but still, that's a long time just to get to the human level. Then, on the human level, we're not quick learners. I hate to say that, but, you know, you look around and, you know, we're... We're offering these teachings, and we've been offering these teachings. Master came in 1920, and would you, free lectures by Swami Yogananda, and now it's free lectures by Swami Kriyananda. Do you want to come? It's not like millions of people just charged, you know, to the, the Hollywood Bowl to see us, you know. Then, then maybe, maybe if I'm not doing anything else, maybe I'll go see. Because there's not that level of refined perception that you have achieved. So I bow to you. You're almost at the top of the spiral staircase. You're just a little more to go. And once, Master said the spiritual path was difficult at first and then effortlessly liberating. Once you get up the spiral staircase a little bit, you realize this is a much more fun way to live. Perception of the self, 
of the formless self is much more fun than drinking beer and watching Raider games. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's way more fun. It's lasting fun. It gives you, you know, the heart responds, and we all know that. So the last thing I'd just like to mention is gratitude, thanksgiving. You should be grateful every day that you have enough smarts to get this. <laughs> I mean, that you have put out, and, and in your um, true perception, is you've worked very hard to get this, to get to that refinement, to get to that perception that we are all brothers and sisters, not just our blood brothers and sisters, not just our church, none of that. We are, every one of us, children of light. Every human being, every plant, every animal, we are children of the Divine Mother, and we are literally brothers and sisters. Be grateful for that perception, and then use the techniques that Master's given us. Celebrate Thanksgiving. Meditate on yourself as formless. See your fellow workers, see your brothers and sisters as totally without those attributes, the ego, the attachments, none of that. And just keep letting go in your heart of any attachment that you have. Just keep letting it go. It is so liberating. It is so much fun. But even to know that, to have Master explain to you in the book Raja Yoga, read those chapters and understand it. Read the essence of the Bhagavad Gita. Read the revelation of Christ. Read Whispers from Eternity and interiorize it and feel that you are and have always been a being of light playing these many parts, some comic, some not so comic. I don't know if some of the younger members periodically catch some of the longtime residents here sort of chuckling at each other. But we see these reincarnations within our own lifetime at Ananda. You know, we see sometimes Tom Taylor and I look at each other and we go, oh no, Tom, what are we, what are we incarnating as now? Oh, I'll be the head of the market. Oh, I'll be this. Oh, I'll be that. We and I, we, re we incarnated as farmers and then Swami reincarnated us as farmers again on the same farm. I thought, What's going on, Master? Is this some sort of a joke? Yes, it's a joke. It's a big joke. What is, what is real? What's lasting? Light? The farm, is it lasting? Well, no, this planet's going to, you know, go away. But light is lasting. Love is lasting. Gratitude is lasting. Divine Mother is lasting. To perceive that, to know that, we realize these incarnations, these changes within our lives, they're passing. But love is not passing. Divine love is not passing. Divine perception is not passing. And every time you close your eyes, every time you do the Hong Sa technique, I am spirit. I am he. You can close your eyes anytime. Well, except when you're driving. You can close your eyes anytime you want. And you can go into that light and realize that you're that light. And let go of your emotional attachment. Let go of the form. Don't be young or old anymore. Be free. Be light, because you're a part of God. You've always been a part of God. Live in that light. Thank you. Thanksgiving. God bless you all. Through many lies, I've drunk the cup of laughter. No man could tell the pleasures I have known. The stars in the endless sky 
If one could count, would come to billions. Yet as vast as are the numbers, so many years I've wandered far from you. Through many lives I've drunk the cup of sorrow. No man could tell the bitter tears I've shed. The drops in the endless sea, if one could count, would come to billions. Yet as vast as are the numbers, so many years I've wandered far from you. Through countless lives I've sought your cup of sweetness, found other cups, yet thirsted evermore. The streams in the hills of time all found their way into a desert. Every noon of bright fulfillment here many hours did sink to evening gloom. I long for you summer and in winter, only for you my heart thirsts day and night. I've learned that the sweetest songs is ever heard were but your echo. Lord, at last, fill me completely, for nevermore I'd wander far from you. Lord, at last, fill me completely,